So good afternoon, people. Uh, welcome to Art Mac Podcast. I'm your host Vishal, uh, co-hosted by Srijan. Hi, what's up? What's up, man? Uh, today is going to be quite exciting. Just like our last episode, we have one person who's coming back uh, just because she liked the uh, the last episode. She'd like to be the part of the last. Hopefully, panel. hopefully hope. she liked it. Hopefully she enjoyed it. I do. This one I do. Well. <laughs> there she is, Ricky, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hi. And Zina. So yeah, Zina, what's up? How you've been? Hi, um, I've been good. Um, just been busy with work and the usual regular day job banter I'd come up with right now. So that's no fun. <laughs> but otherwise, I've been doing all right. Yeah, being busy with work in this situation has been like, that's sort of a blessing because Definitely. people have been like sitting around doing nothing, but you guys have been on top of the chain. And welcome, mm-hmm. Leanne. That's just your first Hi. time on the show. Thanks for coming. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. This is my first ever podcast, in fact. <laughs> yeah, same here. Oh, wow. Okay. How are you feeling then? <laughs> Little nervous, but I think I can get through it. <laughs> so this is our first season as well. <laughs> yeah yeah so all of us Brand are like noobs. new yeah exactly all all noobs noobs. Yep. so today we are going to talk about an omnipresent subject art uh-huh. art is tangible it's intangible every being on this planet or the other is art you know is, is a very incredible intuitive piece of art any mm-hmm. being and every being in this vast segment of our podcast we sit down with blaka and discuss about, well, the most important question, why a banana <laughs> duct tape to a wall is more expensive than my house. <laughs> you, on this episode, we are going to sit down. I had a gut down. feeling that this was going to be brought hey, up. I need to I understand. Like... I want to understand <laughs> what the hell is about it. I mean, I did watch a massive documentary about it. And I still, uh-huh. I still don't know why. But then you're but more then, informed than we are, by the way. Just <laughs> bes- yeah. Besides the value being higher, no, that's that's all I know. That's all I know, that, that the banana is precious. And apparently anyone can create it. So I don't know, the way, I don't know where the value comes from. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Blaka, comprises of Ricky, Zena, and Leanne Roy. I like saying your name, Leanne. The whole word is just like Leanne Roy. So, it's like, listen, listen clearly. That's the first time I've heard that, honestly. Everyone's like, first it's like, oh, wait, are you, are you like Bengali? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's a very first comment. That was name, literally like, my, first like, that was yeah. my first question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember like I, when we were classmates in first year, you asked me, wait, are you Bengali? And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm Malayali. They're like, wait, that's, I, that's not true. Like that's you illegal. look Bengali too. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm, I'm like so Malu, like to my core. <laughs> so Malu. <laughs> wear it as a badge. Same here. I wear it as my badge. Yeah. But, oh, come on, um, Ricky, you, you don't, you don't sound or even look like I okay. don't know. You, like first time when I saw you, when she just showed me your uh, Instagram, I was like, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> you're not Malu, right? You're not a Malu, yeah. right? No, so, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But that's weird, actually. To not Malus, I look very Malu, but to Malus, I don't look Malu. So. I think it's all about community. I think, I I, I think that was know. a common opinion in college as in well. College, nobody yeah. nobody knew that, no, uh, that she was Malu. 
but then I was like, oh. Oh, everyone else did. <laughs> oh, but I, I just, I just, okay, fine. Me and Shijan, before you guys came on, I was like, I think we should call Ricky by Anusha. Let's introduce her by Anusha. No. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you. No, 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 no. That's not my real name. Um, that's <laughs> my real name is Wiggy. <laughs> Wiggy. Wiggy. Let's just move on from this conversation. Now that I've been All right, guys. Something very important in my head is how the hell did you form Blocker? How did that actually come to fruition? How you three? Did you guys met each other in NIFT or was it like way before that? NIFT, NIFT? we all met. Yeah, we met yeah. in NIFT. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. please, please enlighten us with the origin of Blocker. What? Okay. Um, Anusha, Anusha, you go. <laughs> Anusha, Zina, I've been like friends since first year. Leanne was a late addition to the <laughs> So like around in, I think second year, we were all just like chilling at her place and we were like... Um, there was like this painting that was hung on a wall and I was like, Leanne, you could easily do this and, and you know, do a better job. And then we kind of heard that Soul Sante was coming up and Soul Sante is basically this exhibition that happens in Bangalore, um, pretty famous. So we were like, why don't we just get together and try something out? And, and that's yeah. kind of how the idea was born of like, okay, let's all it's, it's come together and be it, at first we were like an art collective before we kind of deemed ourselves to be a brand because we all have like very distinct styles and it was at that time a little odd to think that we could ever be like a brand um at that point we're like okay let's be this art collective and like let's just gather and sell and see where it goes so that's yeah how it started. It kind of started on an off chance and uh, a a pretty quirky thing about it is that we kind of came up with basic branding of it because of a class presentation. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. We were told to make a fake brand and do something for it and... Some segmentation uh, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those uh, classes. Yeah, in that scenario, Blaka was supposed to be a shoe brand. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, so we were like, but there's just a nice ring to it. We we're like, mm, block it up. does, it does. Like it sounds, yeah. it sounds right. It just fits. So yeah. So then we stuck with that, and then I think from then on it was more. Blaka was shot literally kind of a sound I made. We, <laughs> we couldn't come up with names. Yeah, we just couldn't. We all were like, no, 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 Vito, Vito, Vito. Yeah. And then I was like, haha, guys, what about Blaka? And we're and, like, hey, hey. hey. That sounds. <laughs> wow, I that think we woke right. up. That's when we, yeah, we all woke yeah. up and we're like, first thing was like, let's Google it and see if it's like, like we won't get cancelled for it or something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's what, that's how Blaka came about. Really, it's it's a very dumb story. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's just a noise. There's nothing to it. It's. It's actually even the definition is that it's a noise of something. Like <laughs> it's so dumb. Me and Vishal literally it's... had conversations of how deep could they think about Blaka to come up with that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. What yeah. was did you guys guess some really intimate detail and like No, it's, it's not it's not intimate. It's actually quite funny to be I don't know if you find it hilarious, but so me and Chichi were talking about this and then uh, regarding our last episode on music, right? So I was researching these instruments. And one of these instruments is called Bala Laika. Okay. It's a Russian guitar. 
So I was like, uh-huh. oh yeah, these these guys must have thought of that, like because it just sounds too nice. So I was like, we would let's like, just call it black. Let's we go with like, that. You know, yeah, let's stick with that. That sounds way better. Than let's edit this interview. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, that's how we're introducing ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that is cool, So a serious question, and when it comes to uh, creating a brand of your own uh, with your friends or anybody, you usually think about how it is going to uh, well change you in a way. With you guys, you just started out like, oh, uh, all all three of us are artists, and we already have a name that sounds awesome. And why don't we just you know test our test our limits and then you know create something create something together and start selling it and see if you can find like minded people who appreciate what we do. So I want to yeah. ask you this: How has this uh, brand, this company, uh, challenged you or transformed you from where you began? Um, actually, for me, I think I've had immense growth thanks to the brand because. Um, I started off actually our first soul sante I didn't sculpt at all I was making commercial merch like I was making things that fans would adore like posters and uh, because of college I already was in heavily into illustration so I kind of went deeper into that and made a bunch of stuff so it kind of split the brand in a way I mean it's still very much functioned thanks to the three of us but like Ricky said we we were kind of a collective more than a brand and then these guys noticed during my juries when i was preparing for uh, a final submission that i was making tiny like things out of shilpkar and mcl and all that and they'd be like very impressed considering i have no real background in sculpture so they really pushed me to get into it and uh, i think from then on i started i made a couple of things once we agreed that we liked what was happening i was like you know what i'm going to shift entirely from doing what that was to this like this feels so much better for the brand and i feel like that's kind of what happened in different ways with each of us wherein like if we saw something one person did we encouraged it a bit more just because they hadn't recognized that that's something they do really well and that they enjoy doing it so for me yeah, i think correct. that was a like, expansion yeah correct like we would yeah like if like Z- like zena would like make something like a make a sculpture like when she started like we saw so much like scope to it and we're like oh my god zena you've got to like continue this like you've got to make like small sculptures like then like let's start like making medium ones and you know i think that was a uh, you know a whole different trajectory just by itself mm-hmm. uh, in terms of growth for her but i think for me mostly um i think through college i think most of our experiences like from my experience at least with art it comes from college like first year was like really terrible for me because again it's your foundation program so like they like test your limits with like all kinds of like art oh like so at that point of time <laughs> at that oh. point of time i really did not think that i would like even term myself as an artist so uh i mean again uh i started off with small abstract paintings they were like 10 by 10 like they were they were like really small basically and then it just it got slightly bigger i'm still not into like huge paintings so for me i think by size i've been expanding uh in terms of how i experiment with my art even with color you know and like i've been experimenting with different kinds of material and how to go about it so that is definitely a a way to like understand what your customer likes also like with our second soul sante we 
uh, like again there were a bit of it was a hit and miss for the second one but you know you take back a lot of things and try to like you know work on it so that way i've definitely learned a lot so yeah thanks to these guys but uh, <laughs> they're like my pillars of like you know creative support so <laughs> that's yeah, nice that's know. nice what about you ricky um i think as a brand definitely we uh, through the years i think honestly quarantine really helped us um mm-hmm. the first lockdown was when we all sat together and we're like what the fuck are we doing like oh sorry i swear what are we, <laughs> what are we <laughs> doing <laughs> what are we doing we need to like broke the first rule <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. i have i have a potty mouth sorry um <laughs> but but um but yeah we were like what are we doing we need to we need to get back on track and at that point we were low on resources we didn't know what, what was happening in the world it was like the first national like lock, lockdown and everything so um that's when i started to experiment with things um such as like disposable items like pill covers you know after you have pills here that that aluminum foil type the thing foil, yeah. the foil i started i started putting that on canvas i started using leftover tape basically things that people are like hey you know this this is like waste i'm going to i'm going to throw this out but i started using it in a way even uh, lace cover lace yeah even the- oh yeah i started doodling so it basically was like you have no resources like make make something else like that's why I've, i i think in the last podcast also I've, i've spoken about this a little bit but that's why i'm like a firm believer like i didn't have paints at that point i only had a bunch of canvases so i'm like what am i going to put on this so that's how the waste series started and and that's when we were like that gave a whole dimension to our brand because we're like we want to be eco-conscious we want to be more responsible in the way we project ourselves so that's yeah. another thing like when situations happen you kind of it just adds more dimension and and brevity to the to the brand the way you guys have defined your history it seems like blocker created you rather than the other way for sure definitely yeah 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 definitely, yeah, definitely. so sure. was there was there a moment uh in in the journey where you were like uh, okay this is like a lot of artists struggle with this like where do i focus all my attention on or uh, to where do i put it am i good at this or am i good at that when did you guys feel that chalo this this is what i want to do this is where i feel free so let me just work on this and give it everything that i can i think for we were for me it was something that happened during lockdown like we start we stopped yeah. treating it like a hobby and more of a genuine a business yeah a business yeah. yeah because the thing is we all had other things to do as well out of which this seemed like a high priority but also something we absolutely wanted to do so in the middle of all the chaos of other things this we had i feel gained a lot of clarity on uh, bit by bit each of us in- individually that we wanted to do this whether we had a very honest conversation yeah. about it we, we, like honestly like very candidly yeah. speaking we all sat down we're like do we want to do this because yeah, it's not sure. yeah it can be something where we like shit post you know yeah. you make we 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 are artists anyways when we make art we have leftover art to post we can post some blocker that's what we were yeah. thinking but yeah. when we had that honest conversation we all saw 
the amount of belief we had in the brand and and where yeah. it could take us and where we could take it so that's when we were like yeah this this is it we're, we're going to do this very seriously now so a uh, quick question are you uh, do you guys know what department you were in back in nift of course we were all in the well, like one. do you guys i i I couldn't phrase that question Re-phrase properly. Better, Just came yeah. out of my mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. There are three women in front of me. Okay. So what what departments uh, were you guys on? Uh, same department? Or yeah, 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 yeah. We were. We did fashion and communication. FC. Yeah. yeah. Dude, FC. I was in FC. I never felt that creative ever. Hey, you were in FC. That's insane. Yeah. Yay. I was in FC. it was the most chill department ever i'm not even going to talk about my history questionable question <laughs> <laughs> uh, for so, us it uh, we, we wouldn't yeah, say it's chill would we yeah 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 <laughs> didn't feel chill i think we should need some time to feel like oh it is not bad it's okay <laughs> i guess that's the reason why i left nif dude because i was like yeah. kd is not going to work for go. me goodbye yeah <laughs> oh, do you yeah, think uh, <laughs> so do you uh, think nif actually helped you at all or do you think you would have just gone ahead with what shijin did just tricky question nice question but tricky question. i would i would say i would say it, it has like i think yeah, it's has. like yeah. i think it helped me it it yeah. helped me define what i wanted more like um or like it helped me like again it helped me find friends i don't want to sound sappy help me found great friends <laughs> to start yeah. a business with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> then it helped me uh creatively um i mean professionally also i'm sure it's helped everyone who's graduated nift Yeah. one way or another hopefully um, <laughs> hopefully i uh, right now it's in doubt considering the pandemic yeah. but yeah. um i mean yeah it has kind of definitely helped me uh, grow as a person as well so yeah yeah okay. well i mean nift seems like it was a psychiatric treatment for you <laughs> it was like yeah. <laughs> It was, like every subject every subject was there was a doctor just sitting and then you know like asking you to do exercises to help with your oh mental health <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. got a like bad shit happened like yeah. Yeah. Like, like, i yeah i like to say that. that there's a lot of good stuff to a lot of kind of mask like a lot of bad stuff i think it was a 50 stuff. i think it's a 50 50 of like yeah, yeah, good yeah, and yeah. bad like thing, we've yeah. all like been 60, through it and we'll make it issues. 60 so that the takeaway is all right like so like ha huh, good like the 10% is the friends also helped and all of i think it, it's it's also that um like very very honestly speaking the mm-hmm. so like the the educational part was i would say the, I don't know if I should say this but it was was questionable sometimes okay but <laughs> I mean I'm trying to be nice but it it really it it got us out of this whole spoon fed like system that that we were very you know used to like having a custom to we're like mm. hey this is this is the education that you need or this is the information that you need in order to perform this task for, yeah. for us it was like we're going to go out we're going to listen to podcasts we're going to listen to we're going to read articles we're going to engage with these people talk fashion about you yeah. know meet different so for us it was like the passion is there so we're going to teach ourselves and and make sure yeah. that we make the best out of what we have 
And I think that's what's helped us in 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 the way we function in Dhaka as well is is yeah. the fact that we're self like you know we're independent people like we we do the research we get the work done <laughs> so yeah. that's what nift has honestly like taught the three of us how to do is yeah a lot of tiny things that we can appreciate about us, it also yeah yeah it yeah. yeah like now when <laughs> totally. we have things that are due like in a night that's always oh yeah like that also photo. like we have like, <laughs> yeah, like, like i think left and I think like, I can... hey, it's fine dude it's, it's fine. okay we've done this like in half an hour it's chill you want to get like can a you imagine <laughs> we've been we've been called stupid in jury oh yeah like, yeah, yeah i've had my work yeah, thrown out yeah i yeah, yeah same, my work was here. broken yeah exactly i've been called like they were like are you stupid are you sure you you can do fc i was like i didn't i didn't think i didn't know i'd be einstein to pass fc Okay. They said I wouldn't. No, they told me there was a specific like person who told me that I wouldn't get through my third semester. Oh yeah, in first yeah. year. Oh yeah, and, first year. And was it was ter- like first terrifying. year. I think everyone went through a system of mock juries. Like they were just <laughs> getting all the first years that get like used to juries. And uh, someone told me, "Hey, you're not gonna get through the third semester, um, and like other stuff which I'm not gonna mention." But like, <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, it. Was definitely a roller coaster ride. But <laughs> definitely, we 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 got thick skin. <laughs> no, mm, yeah, uh, thick skin is a nothing. Word, yeah. Nothing can like face us anyway. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. It seems like uh, with your time, uh, positivity actually helped you develop this uh, this part of you. So I was wondering, like, for any modern being, uh, when they consider artists, they always consider them to have a dramatic backstory of depression, sadness that pushes them to create something, right? Yeah. <laughs> What do you think about this mindset? Why do the, normal the people think that artists, artists are like? <laughs> the to- the torture artist symptom i think really exists because i i i i'm one of i fit into that category very right? <laughs> very candidly speaking um i suffer from depression and all that shit so. i had a feeling you were going to say something like this yeah i got to be honest you know i think last i i spoke to you vishal about this about how like mental health is very important to me and i speak about it very openly yeah so yeah. but it you know what for me art music it 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 helps me heal more than it's it's giving me inspiration it's giving me something to write about it's giving me another moment of sadness and this is my way of exp- no for me it's healing you yeah. know so it is it's therapeutic for me more than like it being a way of being more sad yeah. yeah i mean it accelerates your like passion yes. to work like you find like i mean if we're putting depth and meaning out there you kind of take personal experiences and <laughs> all kinds of you know uh uh stuff to kind of fuel your work so yeah. that way i'm sure like a lot of artists a lot of musicians use yeah. their experiences to kind of story tell their storytelling is the correct yeah. word i would say because i think every work has a sort of hidden meaning to it and um most of the times it's usually from personal experiences so i get the whole tormented artist segment of it but it's also i think just a way of expression 
I yeah, I think that there I I think I've discussed it we the three of us have discussed it before generally that people even when we talk about music people tend to resonate I feel with uh pain and strife and uh, struggle a lot more than positive emotions when they're talk, when they when they feel something deeply and if they've been through something not so pleasant in their life I feel like it's unbelievably comforting to hear someone or see something that connects with them that way happiness i've always felt like amongst people when they share it it's so short lived like even smaller things like when you're talking about like upbeat things it's like a half an hour conversation if you talk about something upsetting it goes on for 3 4 hours and i feel like that kind of lingers through the rest of it through everything else so like even yeah. like the second most i believe could possibly be nostalgia which could be a positive or an upsetting thing it's like a blend of the two like something that can bring back fond memories but also could upset you about a memory that can no longer still happen so i think at the top of that would be pain and sorrow i mean i do want to add also that when you are very connected with your art and your art form and your craft mm-hmm. that a lot of the sadness element that people see in your work it it comes out of you as an artist very subconsciously it's not like i that's what i see myself doing is is that when i create a piece of work if people find sadness in it it's not because i've consciously made an effort to emote that you know what i mean it's because there is something underlying and deep within that is is dying from the harvested come out yeah because we do live in a society where sadness or like anything negative is not easy to talk about you know so there's a lot of things that your brain is like working through at, as you're in your creative process that you don't even know about and when you take a look back and look at your piece you're like oh shit i know why i did this now or i know why i made that decision it's because of this underlying trigger that i i haven't dealt with so that's the power of art it it makes you kind of see you see things that you didn't know you've dealt with or that you you know that that that's that like and i think it. the same applies for the person who views the art honestly exactly. like it helps them yeah. like definitely like if i were to view a piece like that has a deep emotion associated with it and if first at my first view i don't understand but my second view i'm like wait like this like connects with me on a different level that there you go like it your you know the answer is like right there like it's given like i mean i've given you the answer to it so in a way it's also like self soothing and like you know it's a way of expression like i previously said and i'm glad that people can now understand their emotions through art or like even painting or like uh, expression yeah, is definitely uh, yeah. yeah for sure definitely well Yeah, well our, our country is getting there but I'm glad you guys are actually taking the initiative part of the movement you know trying to inspire more people to start to express what they think and what they feel uh talking about uh, emotions uh, I, I was wondering there's just a certain range of emotions right so uh just uh, how do I say this so you just have specific emotions that can be expressed and then there are some emotions that you just feel and it's hard to express So when it comes to this how do you uh, come out top and find yourself every single day with every single piece of art that you create the 
the conflict of uh, identity crisis how does blaka keep evolving itself with each and every product or uh, piece of art that they come out with i need i need a second to understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a tough question can you can you can you just can you just say yes for us but a little yeah. slow <laughs> okay blaka yes how is how is it different from any other company of art coming in oh how how is blaka different from like our day to day art stuff yeah. that we do anyway but then how do you how do you not lose yourself uh for you know every every company has this initial mission mm-hmm. like this is who we are how do you not lose as a art mm-hmm. uh company how do you not lose yourself from where you the reason why you began you know because blaka is like the safe space for us <laughs> like when when we're doing our other shit and it's not working out we run to blaka and it you know because yeah. it you know, the thing is that's the thing about working with your best friends it's like there's never going to be any kind of judgment and and we each other we we know what what the other person's going through everything we know like positions yeah. life everything yeah. so why someone like, someone came up with a new piece we're already up I, we know oh we know or oh, we see it you don't even have to explain so for us it's like a safe space and and we don't feel burnt out by it like i think we have this deal amongst us whether it's spoken or unspoken is that we're not going to be burnt out we're not going to be a, those burnt out artists like we're not going to do this until it's not fun for us anymore cuz it needs yeah. to be fun for us and like yeah. these guys always cuz i'm the one who always <laughs> so they always remind me like listen you're doing this for fun at, at the end of the day it's it is business and everything but don't lose yourself in in the whole you know yeah side of things which is yeah. so true social media can make you feel like you're going crazy so yeah. yeah yeah no definitely i think one thing that uh, is important to us at this point born another being from nift i think is sense of self i think oh, when when you go to nift and you're trying to be a designer and not an artist and you're creating for a customer and all those things like absolutely that's as important but i think each of us at some point through our four years have reached a point where we tried to just please the jury once at least once <laughs> and we still failed <laughs> oh like my God. it it only it finally by the end of all our years it finally came down to us just being like you know what I, let's just do what we genuinely absolutely at the core of us feel like doing even if they don't particularly whatever love it love or it. anything at least we've not lost our sense of self yeah. and that helped a lot more than making work that we ourselves didn't like and say the jury also didn't like and i think that turned into whatever this oh, also so. is like we see our sense of self reflecting through our work as well and the 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 points of commonality are where we become the brand like each of us have vague connectivity between our work and the things that we create which overall create this consistent brand i think another thing is that i think what makes us different is that we're not very people pleasing like i don't yeah. like we don't make art that like we don't think oh like oh that person's going to like it or you know the audience that we're targeting is going to like this kind of art so we should do this kind of art we don't yeah. work like that i think we work on 
what we want to do what like we if do. it's yeah. yeah if it's like it's the most random thing like i want to make some like if zena wants to make small, small like pancake like sculptures well i go for it dude like like yeah. you go for it like it's that you know push that we like give each other like i don't think oh wait this person's not going to like it or oh, wait this like country that we're targeting doesn't like this um yeah. of course you do keep a few like uh things to like work of course yeah. like you keep parameters but it's not very restricting like we don't keep ourselves in a box we uh, always we find a way to facilitate that yeah explore yeah. and kind of fine tune together always yeah. always like facilitate everyone's ideas yeah exactly and work it through the brand you know by by giving it brand elements or the way we're going to place it or position whatever technical side is that's that's how we work yeah that's good it seems like when it, i was about to ask you how do you discover yourself each and every day it seems like you guys tell each other this is a new day let's try to work it out and discover each other once again it's like every single day you guys are supporting one another <laughs> to create something new yeah. every single day i don't think you guys i was I, I, i mean i was looking at this quote by oscar wilde most people are other people and then this is another quote by louis bogues who says i am not sure that i exist <laughs> so i don't think these quotes even matter to you guys it feels like you learn something from yeah. each other's life that you're like okay fine so blend that with this and you have that yeah, yeah. definitely it seems like you guys are cooking yeah a very that's pretty cool example of that is when ricky started the waste series I loved the pieces. I mean me and Leon we both were absolutely in love with the pieces and I found my own version of an opportunity for it when I made uh, an ashtray made up of uh, cigarettes and yeah. used uh, cigarette butts. Yeah, it was used uh, cigarettes yeah. that I turned into an ashtray and that was my rendition of it. Leon also has something coming up that we will not leak. But <laughs> exactly, it's like we in the works. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like that when something it's not like we really actively try, we happen to be very in sync and further discuss it into a better idea. Like uh, what Ricky and Lynn were saying, uh, facilitating each other's ideas. So, yeah, I think yeah, it keeps us constantly very like yeah. creatively if i'm not coming up with something we're same versa it's like since it's the three of us it there's no stop i think that's really. the perk is that we give each other space also like yeah you know yeah. we we kind of because we're best friends if if yeah. someone's going to do something the other two would take charge so it's there's yeah. that understanding there so which yeah, is nice sure. i like that i like that talking about the series could you expand on uh, both of your series the waste and utilitarian the i really like the mug the, the deformed mug that just made me laugh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is this oh, is thank nice. you so much this is nice <laughs> yeah so so how how did you guys like yeah please uh, I, i mean tricks you start then i'll say i've always been like really fascinated with this artist called tyrell winston I hope I'm saying his name right but um I I love him I love his work and to the extent where it like it it, it even falls or spills over to when I make music I think of his pieces that's that's how how much I love his work and what he does is that he just goes around he goes takes a walk on the street and he and he takes things from 
whatever that is like dispersed and, and he gives it a new idea and a, and a new meaning to it because he believes, believes in the idea of resurrection. So that's what he works with is that concept. And I, did, I stumbled upon him during lockdown, a first lockdown. And I was like, this is amazing. The idea of finding beauty in like regular things. And, and it, it just, it, at that point, especially when things were so depressing, the idea that I could find art everywhere and anywhere was, it was so calming and therapeutic for me. So that's when that idea kicked off and, and I was like, okay, I can make art out of things that don't really need. And I love that. So, and, and I don't know, it, it just, it immediately was like, oh, this is a new layer of blackout because it's something that, you know, we don't really see people do and it's it's our own version of obviously what like a, a neo dadaist approach that we have towards art you know and and it gives us an edge i feel so that's how it it was born yeah nice uh, zina you had uh, yeah say? i mean um, so for me like particular to the mug i guess i had had uh, an I'd spoken to a person on, we have this segment called Blah 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 with Blaka, and uh, we speak with artists yeah. online. <laughs> so there was a, an artist called Casey Taylor who I got the opportunity to speak with. And uh, I think uh, before itself, I had always loved her work. She's very animated and um, adults can use it, kids can look at it and find it fun, things of that sort. So I always thought it was very fascinating and also at the same time, very detailed. So I'd asked her about, and at the end of the day, it's all very functional items. They're mugs, um, chips and, and chips and dip, like plates. So I was like, okay, how, what? And this one thing stuck with me that she said, she said she enjoys making the, mon the mundane just a little more precious. And uh, oh, I was okay. like, oh, okay. Like something about it really, really clicked with me. And I, I turned precious into something that's, again, like very personal things that you like, things that felt right by you. And uh, it doesn't have to be like for everyone or whatever. And so the red mug, uh, I think, came at around Christmas time because we were giving out, we were making a series of Christmas-based uh, items just for the fun of it again. And uh, I was thinking of Santa's gift bag. And uh, I was like, you know, what if I were to make a mug like that? But at the same time, I do want it to be very usable. So I tried and tested it out, made it like a bunch. First, I just took a lump of clay, crushed it, and I was like, Ugh, and it looked horrible. And then I cut it up. These guys were there when they saw it. And uh, once it got fine-tuned, I was really happy with the final bit because then you get to see it come to life and actually be used, which is what I enjoy about functional pieces that have more personality. I feel like just a pretty looking mug isn't for me. I'd wanted to have say more. Uh, and say, so things like that. I think she really put pinned it down to what I would appreciate as well, making the mundane just a little more precious, which is why uh, a lot of my pieces turn out functional, but with more layers to that so yeah i think she was a big source for that she kind of keyed it for me 
Okay, Leanne, uh, you you wanted to say something? You wanted to add something to the series? Um, well, I'm actually currently working on it. Like I've been working on it for a while now. So, <laughs> um, but you can't talk about mm, it, can you? Not right now. Maybe once it's released, but um, it's definitely coming up soon. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've been working around All the right. same like logic. So yeah. Okay. Uh, Zina, question for you. Uh, how did you, like, uh, was it sculpting that you uh, first began or was it Tall Girl Tunes um, that actually came first? Uh, it was Tall Girl Tunes. Uh, it's about... How how did you transition from there to sculpting? That uh, was a very, I think Tall Girl Tunes were a very personal venture for me. Like, I started in my, yeah, yeah. Uh, the vacation, I guess, in my second year post-second year vacation or before, I'm not sure. So it's about three or four years old at this point. But um, I started because basically there were, when I was in school and also when I eased into college, in my first year itself, I'd noticed a lot of girls who were kind of around the same height as me. Uh, I think excluding Leanne, who was a very confident tall girl. Uh, I met a lot of tall girls in my life who um, were extremely shivered uh, shivered up physically, personality-wise, like very, very, not to be rude, very bland. And it's almost as if they were scared to be more. Like simple things, like they wouldn't stand straight. They try not to make their presence too seen. So you, you see how your relatable quotes and posts happen and... Uh, that I thought was cute because that was there for tall people, but it wasn't really anything specific. And uh, I think it started mostly as like a tiny experiment of like me expressing my ideas through. I've always had, I think, uh, a, a tangent that goes into physical expression and animation and always been fascinated by it. So this was kind of my outlet for it, wherein I made tinier comics about this one character who turned out to look I guess according to my friends a lot like me and now I see it too but uh, yeah so I made her and then she just kind of uh, blew up because a lot of people I thought it would resonate maybe with Indians if it's panned out because being as tall as I am in India is not a very common thing so mm -hmm. yeah could you officially state how tall you are I am six feet two inches <laughs> holy <laughs> yeah my god you oh wow she's tall okay, and proud <laughs> tall and proud proud definitely proud like anyone who's tall yeah, is always you are. very tall very grateful <laughs> but I yeah guess that makes sense to why <laughs> oh come on Ricky you're like the most flexible being I'm I feel so like short. All, all of the artists are like do do what oh you're tall I love it. That's such beautiful. So am I, even though you might be like four feet two, whatever. I'm not stating that you're four feet two, but it, it's it's how you it's how you perceive yourself. You know, I mean, in front of in front of Zena, I'm pretty sure all of us are. You know? Yeah. So yeah, please please go on. Yeah. Zena. Thanks. But yeah, so it's just that, and uh, thankfully it clicked with a lot of people abroad as well. So. Uh, I started getting very emotional messages back saying how much they appreciated it because their whole life, their families, their friends have made them feel very weird for the things they go through and the things they do. And it's still treated like it's the only good thing. Like you're tall. Of course, it's great. Be very grateful. But then 
there's a lot of flip side stuff so i mean i don't want to get too into it but yeah uh, yeah no i've yeah. been there i've been no i'm i haven't been there but then i know people who have been there who who are like do we we used to envy mm-hmm. all people you're like you look at you you can do whatever you want <laughs> and then they're like no nah, man you don't get it it's it's depressing up here <laughs> it's just sad yeah yeah but then i yeah. i get so it so that for yeah, me more I than the it. art i think was just um a separate thing art was thanks to these guys that i started sculpting separate thing altogether mentally so you think you're ever going to sculpt a character your character maybe for fun But, yeah yeah that would be cool not? yeah like an <laughs> yeah, action yeah, figure yeah. or why something yeah. like he once made a gorgeous illustration of tall girl tunes if she was a superhero uh, yeah. so maybe like she's maybe totally could... spies yeah 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 so if i could I do that then sense. excellent <laughs> uh lian a question for you who are you what do you do <gasps> like me and shrijan i spent like hours <gasps> trying to find out what Mr. your profile is what your work oh. is I know right I mean because I, we know a lot about Ricky her stuff is everywhere <laughs> and we know a lot about Zena she's all the way up but like that yeah, was literal what, detective work where like are we you? had to go down like journalists snooping around yeah. and we had like this much information <laughs> this, at the end you know honestly i can't answer it myself <laughs> the lian you have nobody knows yeah man <laughs> i don't think i know Well, I mean guys can you help me <laughs> figure you say then if we think you haven't done yourself if justice we'll say something will ex- will add on yeah. to it mm, yeah. okay this is such an existential like question um oh my god what what am i <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly painter stylist okay and then and then mm. what and you model for uh, What's that? Uh, like it's it called Kia label. Kia label. Kia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kia, 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 Kia. I keep thinking of Kia. No, no. Yeah, it's, so it's that's Kia. Uh, well, my mom owns Kia, so uh, that's why you know you see me on a lot of Kia posts. But um, nepotism. I mean, <laughs> it's not like huge or anything, but like, but I mean, it's there. What do you What do you mean? It's not huge or anything. It's a, to this level in the past like 4 5 years so it's it's it's, it's even a, it's it's a recent growth but but they work really yeah, hard they work really hard growing. so lian just yeah you don't just, just don't. get them. yeah i mean we started in 2015 like 15 14 i'm not sure but uh, yeah i mean since college i mean i've been at it but yeah <laughs> it's No, Amazing. please, please, uh, like enlighten us with your story. Please. Story, oh, guys. <laughs> yeah, you can start all the way back from 2015 um, or when you discovered yourself. I, actually, honestly, I um, I studied in Bangalore. Like, I've been in Bangalore for about 11 years now. Uh, I was in call co- even school, and I did science, <laughs> and uh, it was um, <laughs> biology. Uh, no, ac- actually, I in. No no I I did science I mean well. the thing is that for I did ISC so I could option out like biology so I did PCMC 
So, oh my God, that was hell for me because I mean, ISE itself is such a difficult course. So it was basically academics at that point of time. And then, you know, my dad said, I, you know, my dad's a doctor. So, you know, the whole pressure of, you know, Indian families and like yeah. them saying, oh, you need to be a doctor. But, you know, that way, my parents are very chill. Like they, they're always like, what do you want to do? Like, tell us. So I never really told them that I wanted to do fashion or anything else. It was just a topic that came uh, that my dad actually brought up saying, maybe you should do fashion. You like fashion. I said, uh, yeah, I do. I don't know if I should like <laughs> tell you. And then he was like, no, do NIFT. And uh, we spoke about it. And like, I'm grateful that way for having the parents that I do. And, um, you know, I think at that point it was, uh, I was in 12th when we started care and uh, my sister is actually in Sweden. She's She was doing her master's at that point. So she was down for her vacation and we started Kea. And, you know, from there, it's been, uh, it was a whole journey by itself, which I wasn't a part of in the initial phases. And uh, then college started. Uh, then co- the whole college, you know, situation, oh, which course to join or, you know, what should I do with the whole, I've been, I've had a huge crisis all my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to become. And I think a lot of people can relate to this. I hopefully like on this, like, <laughs> um, but, sure. uh, you know, sure. I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, but then at that point I knew I didn't want to do fashion designing. So I opted for communication because I thought I'd like want to like pursue uh, fashion journalism but then <laughs> college happened and I was like no not happening uh, and um, from there I, again like I think I've had a hit and miss with every you know career opportunity that's come across like uh, first I wanted to be a visual merchandiser then I said no that is just not me I'm not like handy that way uh, then I wanted to do uh, styling, which was actually a majority of like what I wanted to do at the first phase, you know, because I, I said, you know, I really like this. I wanted to be a stylist. I wanted to work with magazines, you know, uh, you know, I wanted to like be one of the famous stylists in India. But then, you know, I again, like ideas changed, you know, my passion like completely like shifted. That's when, you know, I um, it was our uh, first um what is it? Summer internship. 2019 was our first summer internship. And then I got like, I worked in PR and marketing and I was like, wait, <laughs> this is what I want to do. And, you know, uh, and I had a great experience, not like a lot of internships. Like I, I actually learned a lot. I had a great mentor and like, it was, it was a really good internship that kind of helped me drive or what I want, like, give me, give me the drive to what I wanted to do, you know, and um, after that, then I kind of got streamlined to what I wanted, like, marketing, you know, stuff like that, marketing, management, all of this, and uh, yeah, that's where I'm at right now, then I went on for my graduation project, and I did a graduation project on marketing as well, so if that kind of helps you (laughs) sum up an answer, well, I'm Almost. Almost. I'm yeah. We're getting there. Somewhere. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> In between all that, then there's the whole artist journey, you know, finding these guys, you know, and uh, kind of like help me like understand that I can be an artist. Even though I did fine arts in 10th grade in school, uh, I was like, not for me. But, uh, you know, 
it was uh, like we were sitting one day i think anusha was on a trip ricky sorry was on a trip uh, somewhere and it was just me and zena <laughs> on the exposed. bed i've been exposed again <laughs> exposed <laughs> exposed sorry so we were sitting on the bed like we were all roommates like we all lived in the same apartment at least and uh, you know uh, we were sitting across each other uh, and we got like canvases and these were 8 by 8 canvases and i just took one of those you know those plastic uh, what is it what, what are these called ah the palette knives yeah i took one of those and i took a like an orange color and i was like wait let me try and then i tried and then worst part is i flipped the canvas onto the floor and the whole thing <laughs> stuck to the floor and i had to like it took me a day or two to clean it but <laughs> i knew like that's how you discovered yourself that, that is the moment that is yeah. that's what we were leading up to yeah, yeah. That yeah. that's what happened that is <laughs> essential artistly and we just <laughs> dropping things and saying really yeah. wow wow this is me really, wow before this we had no clear understanding of like her art you know that's kind of the time we were all figuring it out so I, so i was in the room while she was like slightly far away making it and like she comes to me and she holds it up before i can get a good look at fuck <laughs> on the floor, the floor. but then she oh, picks man. it up thankfully nothing too bad happens and i've noticed i'm like oh you just said you haven't painted in centuries what is this this is amazing <laughs> i think the floor painted it. wait so wait uh what's the painting like what's the comparison was it better before or that's after that's funny yeah. like that's for me i think after i think i must say after <laughs> Oh come on you had something else in on your mind and then you're like uh, no no oh, i wow. was at that point <laughs> at that point my only concern was anush i mean ricky is like returning in two days i must clean the floor before she comes otherwise she's going to like screw me over <laughs> and she's going to kill me so i've got to clean the floor and i was like you know hold these things you know i can't do this <laughs> okay yeah. yeah, so that was uh, so what's what's a sudden fast you what's a sudden fascination with flowers why why botany is botany something that you like or um well you know so again this is uh, a very subconscious thing i didn't realize it until a professor in college kind of brought it out sanjeev <laughs> sir yeah so he San- sanjeev sir so he sa. ஜீவ்ஸ்டி <laughs> <laughs> Why? I go I off think... the record to say certain things but I wouldn't say that right now. I've had Can history. Can you go off the record? Can you then? scratch my Tera time aayega. I I've, 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 I've had history. Wait, let let Lian let Lian finish her uh, sentence. Yeah, go on. No, anyway, so it was one of uh, Sanjeev's class. It was uh, uh, we had to create a what was it a monogram or something uh, uh, for our yeah, logo yeah for our names or something like that. and then i was just like scribbling an l with a tiny little lotus at the end you know or a tiny little flower where 
read the letter else and he came up to me he was like you're just obsessed with flowers aren't you and i'm like what and i'm leaves. like and leaves yeah flowers and leaves <laughs> she's poison ivy <laughs> and i'm like that's an hitter <laughs> i'm like so it all, it all of us then said wow yeah yeah, yeah. with flowers and leaves yeah. you're like she's and, so leafy flowers and cats <laughs> i i mean recent obsession and is cats now um but it's become sort of an obsessive thing i think for me like to draw like flowers and leaves and like you know everything i anything that i start it would be a flower it would be a grape or like i don't know a daisy suddenly <laughs> i put my fruit in but you know i would draw a tiny little grape in tiny circles and then just the twine <laughs> but um flowers has always been a thing for me like i i anywhere i draw like that's the first thing that i like sketch or scribble so it's not something that i think of a lot and be like oh my god it's not a conceptual thing but it's rather you know uh, i can't even say an obsession it's just um, what i really love doing <laughs> but um, yeah nature is <laughs> a part of me now but uh, slowly ex- i can yeah slowly yeah starting to yeah, yeah, catch now on. slowly <laughs> <laughs> like I, i was about to say i could totally imagine if uh, zena was like oh why don't you collaborate with me uh, for for a comic strip and then you're like hmm this is for flowers i think oh and then she walks and then she and then she just picks out a flower and then the flower and the character have a conversation oh with my god i think that's, that's so how cute. i think you <laughs> made a new idea describe, yeah. Yeah, describe <laughs> a relationship in a comic that is- Yeah, 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 I think that's practically that's it. Actually, you got perfect. it on point. On Wait, point. Next, <laughs> next comic coming up soon. Flower. <laughs> Flower. I don't even know if this is sarcasm It's or not. Honestly, let my it. gut decide. I really think this is coming soon. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Can't Thank wait you for that. I, I, I really like when uh, Leanne was explaining a backstory. Uh, Anusha. No, Vicky. Was like, she was... she she was smoldering the whole way she was like <laughs> anush what do you have to say the whole way i was looking at him and i was like i just want to i'm going to leave if if you're not going to call me by the right name <laughs> okay ha <laughs> yes, yes 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 ma'am yes, okay good, ma'am good but i was smoldering i didn't even realize so i'm like okay I think it's it's just like yeah it's it just happens because even uh, like last episode when you were up of the filmmaking part I was looking at the panelists and one Ashu was talking you were right beside him so I was like what is she doing <laughs> Ashu started explaining something serious and then she's like <laughs> it just it just happens I'm sorry I just thought I that people people very... need to know who I'm talking to right now I'm not looking very <laughs> good kind of, I, this, I don't think I'm not looking very good in this podcast I have to say <laughs> not garbage doubtful doubtful you know Shijan had the same question about doubtful. himself they're like going to think I'm ago. some I don't know cleaning obsessed no no you guys you guys process. okay you guys might look good but then Shijan is like the whole Please. new level podcast just like 15 minutes before podcast he was like dude 
how do i look he has two lights <laughs> one on either side of him to provide he's got a that. that's amazing <laughs> provide, yeah yeah it. yeah solid he's like how do i look how right, do i look you've you got like, light setups as well that's the only reason i got them <laughs> yeah i just have i just have the one i just have the one because it gets no, really dark no but these reasons lighting look at that no chance <laughs> i i love it yeah love that <laughs> Yeah. Shijan, you have questions for job. us. We're waiting. Yeah, okay. yeah. Shijan, you what need to ask. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I just have one more question, but then I'm going to push it at the okay. last. So you, Shijan, you're up. The question was about you guys having an independent career paths, obviously, apart from just Plaka, right? Mm-hmm. And like, does this, you know, like you, okay, like, me as a person, if I, when I own a company and I'm also having other jobs and stuff, I consider that as my main primary thing, but then how does this kind of, you know, like you working with other career paths, how does that influence or if not influence, distract you in your current workflow as blocker? I think Veena should have said it. Yeah, I think. Oh. Okay. Just um, saying this because I just, I happen to have a day job right now. That's all. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, currently it's not, Uh, necessarily what i want to do it's just kind of like a stepping stone of whatever i hopefully will do in the future but uh, i think i mean the two can correct me if i'm wrong i think we kind of established that the good thing is that it's not we all have another plan as well like it's not just that one person has decided that blaka is going to be there only source of income in the future and that is it because that would primarily primarily make them the biggest investor which is not the case i think we all invest our fair share equally and uh, i think it comes from all of us being just as invested even though it may feel like it would be a secondary thought considering we all have different career paths it really isn't it uh, it also happens to be an area of joy and pleasure for us so it's like when the one job is stressing like for me personally when the one job is stressing me out i know blaka is a source of work but just as much it's very very calming at the same time i like seeing something that the three of us created uh, coming to fruition and i hope it keeps growing and the hope is that as like we we have big dreams we hope for the bigger it gets maybe we employ people we make this a bigger deal we have people who Uh, market for ourselves us i mean these are all things that we are capable of but as life takes you into separate you know things you have to find a way to make it work and the thing is we're all make willing to make it work and want to more than anything so uh, i and think like it's not to, in a way it's not- a good thing that three of us do have also other career plans and it's not I mean- people seeming or one person seeming distracted or anything of that sort the investment is just as much i feel yeah that's true it, it's just we 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 don't like need to make us sound perfect also like it is it is difficult like oh yeah definitely have, you know communication issues and like priority problems and all that it's it's a constant balance and that that we're always like searching for mm-hmm. and we help each other out but and the only way all those things are solved is by having honest conversations with each other so i think that's what kind of helps us really focus 
is like yeah. if if we feel like someone else is like oh my god too caught up with something else we're like hey listen come back <laughs> yeah. we need to talk about this so if someone has a problem with something so it's 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 not just that we're like this like oh we're best friends and we work like beautifully together we do yeah, work yeah, yeah. together but but having those honest conversations matter a lot to us and that's what helps us like instant problem solving and instant like finding solutions and everything yeah just want to that the three of us thinking very hard to make it work what's up yeah mm-hmm. exactly very very strongly no no these two summed up everything that we had to say i mean like to add to anusha like we're not like we're nowhere near perfect like it all comes from just like like she said honest conversations i mean yeah we've had our like you know arguments and stuff like that but then at the end of the day it's just i can't even say arguments it was just you know we were like because we love each other so much that it becomes a conversation of oh my god like we want here because like we understand you're at something else but like come on lian like you know it was it was it was more yeah. of a fight for love you know rather yeah. than like you know never from a malicious place yeah, yeah never from um, a malicious aspect saying oh my god like you're the reason like why the business isn't doing well it, it was never that it was never yeah. that angle it it will never be that angle it will mostly just be hey we know who you are that's why we're here to push you yeah and, and uh, i think talk to us huge assets it. to each other yeah yeah like, that's it so, talk to us about it yeah yeah and the fact that we're three people like it helps like if one person is not in the state of mind to uh, talk or work it helps like to you know like that there are two other people to kind of yeah. take the you know business forward or like to take calls yeah. or like you know Even so that way people stopping it there's one person like guys come yeah. get back it's fine <laughs> yeah i'm and that's happened very often but like you know we've always worked through it like it's just we're like very matter of fact with each other that way very forward in what we wanted to say so um that applies for like our like if like when we do get day jobs and like i mean for me right now i'm working with my mom so like when i get busy with my mom i tell them saying hey guys you know i have this coming up so if i'm like not here like just please don't mind me i will come back and do my work and it's happened a lot of times where like i mean i've missed out on a couple of like things to do but at the end of the day i mean i've made up i hopefully <laughs> but uh, you know it's uh, it's all just a point of communication and just like talking to each other about what you want to do and how you want to go about it or what's on your mind you know that's all you know that's what it is that's nice well i want to talk about the future of blocker considering you guys have actually explored a lot of mediums what do you guys think about the digital art movement uh do you guys think you're going to explore even more and get into the tech side of NFTs? things or you're going to stick i knew it i knew it nfts <laughs> not in okay okay nfts is for something else but i would like to know what you guys think considering all of us are on in, in lockdown and uh, i hope this never happens but then if something really bad happens and everything is on digital permanently mm. how do you think you guys would evolve from where you are I mean in a way everything is kind of digital for us cuz right now we used to rely a lot on doing soul sad days and stuff like that that's where word of mouth we, we're pretty old school that way 
yeah, yeah we're, we're pretty old school that we were like word of mouth it is you know no matter how how much we're like you know enthralling in social media whatever but um ever since the first lockdown thank god it kind of happened for us because that's that's what set this the everything in stone it, for us was like, yeah it helped us create the vertical that it is today listen, like it, yeah it was like yeah. let's get real we can't do soul, soul sante we can't do pop ups or anything we need to we need to be a digital platform and for us as like painters and you know creators in that way i would say it is digital like we don't you know we don't plan on having a flagship store or something like that in the future for us it's mostly going to be an e-commerce thing um where we take commissions but, and you know stuff like that yeah but i mean you would love to exhibit your work right in a gallery form yes that's like a dream <laughs> um yeah. if if hint hint if <laughs> gallery wants to take us on we would be happy to um but if please they, feel free to contact us anybody you, <laughs> and blah 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 ka plug in yeah and yeah. Uh, yeah i mean that we love doing pop ups we love having on like that you know that human experience of talking to each and every customer saying what we are you know convincing them and we never get oh, just bored the thrill of making the art like for oh, yeah. the event you know for the event just, also. that was crazy cuz we had to do that yeah. do that balancing jury work and like everything so we love it, it but i think for now we are pretty happy with the digital this thing cuz it helps us balance our day jobs as well you know oh yeah definitely which is really important yeah this us. is like like as you know it stated earlier it's not a sole like you know uh encumbering or like anything of that sort like this is what we do but we, we love aside yeah what we love but we yeah it's, it's like a baby but, but <laughs> we do have like a main career on path as well yeah so expansion of course uh but uh, the extent Mostly of expansion true. yeah the extent of expansion definitely uh is a uh, something that needs to be you know discussed a little more because uh you know there are a lot of things happening right now like you know we're just figuring out like with the whole pandemic itself like just figuring out how to go about you know things like your daily life instances just uh by that so definitely something to think about like nfts I mean, and what not but also um, that three of us we're so used to seeing each other every day and and working together and, and we used to we live together like we had a flat together exactly and even even after college it just happened because our family stay in bangalore it was always like this is easy we can still keep doing blaka but now i'm in kerala and like they these two can't meet in bangalore so it, you know we we have to think of the digital future for us because yeah. this is not going to it's not going to be the case that we're going to get to meet and like and talk and discuss collections and stuff we're going to have to do that over calls and zoom meetings and and talk to different collaborate that's why we started blah 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 ka with because we we really believe in creating an online digital community with yeah and you know, and also to add on like we have our own separate series series 
um art stuff that we do on our own as well with each other's like concepts in mind or like you know we yeah. try and interlate our you know work while discussing it online because these days like anusha said it's impossible to meet so impossible. another way is to yeah another way is to just you know try and incorporate each other's ideas to kind yeah, so of we, you know we're honestly like constantly ongoing conversation is about digital our digital future for blacker yeah uh, that is the only platform to kind of function on you know i right know yeah yeah well okay all right let me lighten up the mood this is turned so sad <laughs> <laughs> like please please talk to me just don't talk to me on the phone <laughs> sit in front of me and talk to me but i i get it i get it i mean I'm like i'm i'm a hardcore introvert i really cannot like if you guys were like in front of me i i would run away i would most probably run away or maybe tuck tuck my head inside my shirt or something because you tuck your head inside your shirt i wouldn't show up ek <laughs> aur <laughs> Kind exactly of. so this this is helping me out a lot because i can literally be whoever i want you yeah. know this this could be ai you don't know but <laughs> you see how this this actually helps and it, it opens up a group of people who would have found it much much more difficult to just like approach people talk to them about their ideas or share their ideas where this platform actually helps you a lot more oh, so yeah. i i'm i'm actually excited about uh, digital art even though i kind of hate nfts i don't know why but i just hate the fact that when you start adding uh, monetary value to a piece of art then that's monetary value is the reason why this art is important i hate that mm-hmm. comparison you know what uh, i mean yeah bro KFTs are more like smart contracts. They're contracts. I hate that. That that's my point. Smart contracts. Whole, yeah. But they're still that's monetary value. That's cryptocurrency. You own that thing for a certain value. You're the only one who owns it. But then it's about owning something. It's about getting something. That's not the whole point of creating something. And yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the complete greed of it all. You know, the greed of exactly. owning it for a certain amount of you know. Um, Right. whatever but like yeah it's not, not even about the art NFTs. anymore it's just yeah it's it's yeah. about like a lot of things these days yeah, yeah. agree yeah. not just talking yeah, yeah. about yeah that's in general the art market the art business works <laughs> in the first place Definitely, yeah. it's a, it's a know, business it's a business yeah but you, you can know, talk about auctioneering yeah yeah definitely but at the end of the day like like at least maybe like before the digital world you can like brag about like having an mf hussein in your house or like you can brag about having um you know an an original van gogh or an original picasso in your house but these days if you say it's an original picasso it's like oh wait it like you can't be like telling me it's the truth like if that's probably a print but yeah. for nfts for that matter like even though it's made by the artist it's not about the artist anymore but rather than the rather about the monetary value that you know it comes with you know um so i feel like it's a great game when it comes to art and nft but um i mean that's my take on it but yeah, yeah honestly i don't okay. i don't like it honestly uh, nfts yeah. were mostly started for digital artworks people yeah. was the first one so for physical products there hasn't been much apart from nike coming up with their uh, concept of uh, i think over some some shoe they coming up with mm-hmm. air crypto air or something like that crypto okay. kicks crypto kicks yeah so that would be the first application of uh, physical products being sold through nfts 
and nfts will be more of a physical sorry your digital contract as to you own a product and less of actually having the you know physical actual product, product in your hand yeah i like i like how shrijan was like if you guys were in front of me i would probably run away and he's just being all sassy you don't know about nfts <laughs> damn right we don't know about nfts yeah, yeah. yeah i just know the bare minimum because right now I tried but, to work with NFTs and everything. Then the crypto market went uh, the other yeah, way. Yeah, it crashed. <laughs> but then, yeah, we have last no- question of the day. Last question of the day to enlighten all of your moods. We all have this one playlist that we uh, will play when we want to create something or get into the zone. For some people, it's just silence. For me, it's silence. So, do you guys have a suggestion? What do you mean, like? listen to music like do we yeah what kind of genre do you listen <laughs> don't to, listen to yeah, what, if you don't listen to music no, that's man, you got to do yeah you got to do what works for you that's it oh, okay okay yeah, there's no correct like, no you have to listen to me <laughs> no yeah man. but what what do you guys what do you guys do what's what's your personal uh you know a way to mojo way yeah to, what's your mojo <laughs> yeah, segue into actually creating stuff we're inspired um, by legit anything and everything and everyone and no one is that is that because i've recently when you create is yeah yeah i'm sorry, sorry. go on uh, i've recently gotten into listening to the background scores of certain games uh like the last of us and life is strange there you go yes thank you sir thank you <laughs> like i feel like they work so well and they're so good yeah something about it like last of us 1 and 2 and life is strange i'm sold like if if no other music at that point works for me because there's a time where i just don't feel like listening to words so <laughs> i'll just listen to like the landing like the loading page of life is strange it'll play for ever and then it oh, will yeah, slowly yeah. change into the rest of the games like uh, score and last of us of course has like a whole calculator thing but i don't want to get into it it's too much passion but yeah so but that way a lot of people do like, a, like i mean i i personally know someone who uh, like listens to the background score of god like uh, game of thrones sorry and she just sits there and works that like to the yeah. last season you know the background score of the last season she and, is battling wow <laughs> <laughs> She's in a war. She is battling every day. <laughs> But uh, yeah, she just sits there and listens to like the background score of that and then like works. And I'm like, what is your fascination? I mean, I love like Game of Thrones. Uh but I I can't work to the background score of something like like that. I don't think I can. I need words. I need to like listen to something and go like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have like playlists like for like like not even playlist like artists for like every mode i think uh, i i hope everyone does too i mean when it's rainy it's like okay listen to some yeah, sad yeah. songs you know just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know while working it's mostly something peppy or like um, yeah something around those lines you know because i need to like keep moving if i listen to a sad song like can listen to a sad song uh, and work but that's more into if i'm like working on something moody but uh, if it's flowers which i normally do <laughs> it's uh... it's wizard of oz isn't it <laughs> 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 or maybe it, it's it's narnia or something like that i'm sure no 
It's like Anusha what I mean Ricky yeah. <laughs> Ricky what do I listen to when I'm uh, Coldplay like, probably Coldplay yeah Coldplay when I'm like Ariana? Okay yeah there's like So Coldplay and Pink Floyd uh, Don't out me as Zena don't out me No I mean who listens um, never mind <laughs> I mean um I think but you you really listen to like different stuff it, it depends on your mood Yeah Yeah like, for me it really depends, depends on my on mood yeah. I don't have a set like Um, yeah it just depends on my mood in general like i anyways yeah that's about the it the music <laughs> is there though for lian whenever yeah. she paints i know like music is always there so, yeah like if sure. if these guys wanna like if these guys wanna get me talking about something emotional they know what to play <laughs> i know her playlist. playlist i give her old monk i'm and, like it's okay and uh, not anymore <laughs> and uh music <laughs> okay she's gone class here so oh, not like oh okay oh. some wine maybe oh, yeah, yeah. but and and i know exactly what to play and what's what's going to make tears come out of her face i just know and why do you want her to cry that's the thing no you got to talk about your problems man Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought she was like having a jolly day making flowers, and you're like listening. I'm a sadist. This is what I mean. I'm not coming off well in this. <laughs> Become so now I'm a sadist. But yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. So depends. It's it's like music. It's, yeah. It's so when it comes to uh, so do you uh, well, I'm assuming um. I keep calling you Anusha but okay Ricky yes <laughs> yes okay. I oh. you know so <laughs> so both of you sing right yeah you you guys mm-hmm. sing beautifully i must say Leanne have you Thank tried you. singing at all oh um, no please Leanne let's can not sing. no so? you know i sound so, like a dying crow w- uh compared to these two <laughs> oh, so yeah. i do Wait, not <laughs> a dying Leanne's crow where do you, where do you <laughs> hear that i am i am zena do you kill a crow <laughs> <laughs> What kind of analogy is that? Like she heard it die and she's like, can... same. Leanne <laughs> is the definition. That's me, that's me. Leanne is the definition of, definition of looks like a cinnamon roll but could kill you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So I wanted, to, I wanted to ask, so Zina and Vicky, uh, do you guys listen to each other? It's not like when you're feeling low or something. Do you guys ever do that? <laughs> Exchange playlists so and just listen to each other. That's really <laughs> romantic. We're actually yeah, we always do. on call. Yeah, like legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. always. Yeah. I mean, we get live yeah. performances and we get SoundCloud and We're everything else. We're just talking to each other. It just so happens. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. And then there's Le- covers on Instagram. There's stuff on SoundCloud. And then we make Leanne listen to everything all together. Exactly, Leanne See, is just I'm like just, curled I'm, up in a blanket in a corner, listening to both of you. But that's oh, yeah. where it ends. Yeah, me and Leanne have. <laughs> pretty intense karaoke sessions is quite fun that's yeah. where it ends with my singing career that's where it ends <laughs> no rick has listened to awesome. a lot actually a lot of her stuff on her uh, account and i don't have a lot out exactly i have covers more than i have original music so uh, yeah yeah but You yeah. would you would uh, want to experiment a little bit more as well, right? I mean, you always start with covers, and then you're like, "Let's sure. do something." Then you start writing, and then you start singing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's been frustrating. I haven't got the time 
to really work on things well enough and i don't want to half ass it and then by the yeah. time i'm ready and i set up everything my voice is in horrible shape so i'm kind of waiting for the golden hour where things are just right <laughs> and the then waiting the recording game, can um... come out of it so fingers crossed but yeah i mean i do have a few tiny originals i don't make very long songs i don't think like so I only have but one that's... really long song, but I I do it because I just enjoy it more than anything else. Yeah, but that's awesome. But I'd actually like to delve in that question a little bit more. Where you're not feeling it and you're waiting for the right moment, is that a good thing to do? But I'll I'll save that for mm. later on because I have one small sentence. Me. Yeah, yeah, go on. If if I was thinking of it as a career, no chance. Like for me, no way. <laughs> I I if that was my criteria for making music, I would not be doing well. <laughs> like waiting out of like four months for like one good moment <laughs> would not work. I think a lot of people, humble. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people do that. I mean, Ricky, I'm pretty sure you started out like, nah, nah, not my voice. I sound like a dying crow. Uh-huh. But then, you know, uh, you, you move on voice? from the... Have you heard her voice before Love you say you. that? <laughs> that's Dude, she... that's how she, she would have thought when she was, you know, Shuru. Shuru, Shuru. She still you know every what? once in a while is like, I'm not that great. I'm like, what? I do exactly. That. See, I do that. But... Like, I went a little off pitch, but oh, yeah, I guess I can manage it. I'm feeling pitchy. Guys, see, but I have an edge because my family sings, so I've I've always sang since mm. I was small. So it's, it's, oh, it's, so you you were like I've never had the like... I I'm never gonna pursue this. No, I always knew it from the music <laughs> because Man, she's that's, a confident that's a one. Yeah, yeah, that's a blessing. Yeah. Like I know what I'm gonna do. And I always knew do. I needed awesome. to do yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I but I was very this thing. I I I was only doing covers and very. Um, I didn't believe in my talent of like songwriting and melodies and compositions and stuff. Because if I was allowed to, if I was allowed to, I would share those lyrics, but I can't. <laughs> and then we would talk about songwriting and how good you are at it. <laughs> wow wow a lot of uh, so hearts flying up thank you for making me look screen. better than Michelle did come on come I call you ma'am before I call you Anusha like five times before that get that to make it fit again but that, that's awesome that's like a like a perfect conclusion to this whole conversation and before Shijin kills me by spamming my messages please just send me conclude 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 thank you guys thank you guys so much for coming on the show i know this is a very hot time but i'm going to uh, let people know that this is the afternoon and okay. yeah, thank you so much guys and i hope you enjoy the rest of your day thank you for having us had a lot of fun yeah yeah likewise likewise for the record my name is ricky as ricky anusha yes i'm just i'm just saying um Ricky are you are you in in like a war with your uh, personal identity like Anusha versus Ricky is, is that why you oh, hate Anusha so yeah. much yeah i <laughs> no, told she's in this i told she's in this like i which have, she's like fighting with herself i have a crisis yes i i suffer from identity crisis all the time because i you know what actually i hate when people call me anusha because it reminds me that I shouldn't be doing this. Like it's it's really weird. Like <laughs> like I feel like oh shit, I shouldn't be writing explicit lyrics. So I shouldn't be like dressing this way. You know what I mean? Like I hate that that culture thing and that family thing kicks in. 
that's why I like being Ricky because it allows me to be who I who have to be as an artist to get what I need to get. It's a psychological. She's thing. Batman. Yeah, I she's am. Batman. I am. I'm Batman. Yeah, she's Batman. End of podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs>